Hello and welcome to our September review issue of Faster Talk. We have a bit of a different podcast this time around. Normally you'd be expecting to hear the dulcet tones of content director Will Lowry introducing me and the podcast, but this time Will's taking a well-deserved rest and is on holiday. So with all that being said, I, Claire Aldridge, Deputy Editor at Fastener and Fixing Magazine, have the pleasure of taking you through this September issue of Fastener and Fixing Magazine and what an issue it is. Let's start where we normally do, with the latest news and developments within the industry. Now, it's clear from the September news pages that there is a sense of positivity and growth. Whilst, of course, not forgetting the current challenges in the market, there is some reported positivity in the aerospace market, the automotive market and the construction industry. Helmet Aerospace recorded a strong set of results thanks to the recovery of commercial aerospace and the company is hoping that the defence aerospace market will follow suit and resume the growth next year. In the automotive market, Bolton reports that there's still strong demand and the component shortages that were impacting production volumes heavily in the second quarter are beginning to decrease now. As well as this, SFS Group is continuing to take advantage of the dynamic market environment in the construction industry, which is driven by the strong demand. And the market is still seeing growth, which has been the case really since the end of 2020. On the back of this growth seems to be an underlining message really that companies need to be flexible and adapt quickly whether that's to market challenges, product requirements or customer needs. This is highlighted particularly in our September cover story with global manufacturer of fasteners Klimas Rekmet who explains how its role as a manufacturer has developed and changed over the years. Here's Maciej Strachowski, marketing manager at Klimas, explaining how things are changing. What is also, from my perspective, interesting that the customers sometimes, not maybe not very often, but sometimes they expect that the company help them not just only with the product, but also with the advice with the business. And especially when you are working on a retail market, they are asking, okay, you are so big, how how did you do that? And maybe you can help me with that. I, I, I have this kind of problem. I have this kind of uh, competitors. Maybe you can uh, help uh, with me. So the sales rep is changing also his role. It's not a sales rep who can combine, uh, collect the, the order. He needs to be the advisor. And also what is uh, very important that um, the situation with the ordering is changing because uh, we are trying to serve our customers a new solution like uh, a Klimas platform which uh, they can order every time they want uh, our product. Uh, 20 four hours per day and uh, they have an information about the product in one place. So I think that, that as I mentioned, last 10, 20 years change approach to the businesses, change uh, approach and uh, expectation customers from, from uh, manufacturers. Uh, and the situation uh, from my perspective will go this direction so the uh, elements will be changing and what manufacturers need to do is to best serve the customer 
to find their expectation, their needs, and trying to find the solution for this. From speaking to companies and the challenges that they're facing over the last few years, it's definitely apparent that there is an understanding now that there's an opportunity for particularly European manufacturers. Uh, And that's apparent with the investments companies seem to be making at the moment. It's highlighted in our article from Div Group, which is currently financially restructuring to become more competitive and to take advantage of the recent anti-dumping duties introduced by the European Commission on certain fasteners from China. Lithuanian manufacturer Lignalis is also investing in its capacity and capabilities and is now estimating that its maximum production capacity should reach 4,500 tonnes per month by 2023, thanks to its new nail factory. Uh, These investments are helping distributors and suppliers that are looking for products closer to home, with everything that's been happening with freight challenges it's clear there's now a trend for european companies to invest in their capabilities with that in mind have you listened to our podcast looking at the developments with the freight and raw material markets and the potential impacts that it can have on fastener companies I will put a link in the description box below, so if you haven't already listened, you can give it a listen. But that being said, it's not just the investments in production that are being highlighted across our September issue. Lignalis also highlights its focus on a training centre for new employees in order to develop a highly specialist workforce. We also see this commitment to people in our interview with Andrew Kauner, owner and CEO at National Machinery. The company determined that its most critical investment need was not that in new manufacturing equipment or new products, but rather its people. They recognised a strong need for the recruitment of highly capable people, as well as foreseeing that in the next 10 years or so, there will be many retirements due to an ageing workforce, which I'm sure you'll agree is very typical across the fastener industry. So with that in mind, the company are investing in ongoing apprenticeships and special programmes at different schools with guaranteed employment, as well as being more visible in its local community. National has also implemented more competitive wages and benefits for their current employees, which includes an enhanced retirement plan, additional holiday and an increase in overtime pay over 45 hours. The company is truly recognising the importance of having the right people in the business. Also recognising the importance of people is Triplefast, who speaks about the number of staff they have that are celebrating anywhere between 10 to 20 years with the company. This, the company says, has been instrumental in helping them forge long-lasting relationships with their customers. Of course, these long-lasting relationships are still absolutely paramount in the fastener fixing industry. 
Content Director Will Lowry spoke to Taslo Denzer, member of the executive board at Hilti Group, responsible for the fasting and protection business area, who explained how being a reliable partner to its customers when the construction market has been impacted by so many different factors is vital. He also discussed the group's thoughts on the revised proposal for the construction products regulation. And to delve into this topic a little more, I also had the pleasure of speaking to Sebastian Wall, President of the European Organisation for Technical Assessment, or EOTA as it's more commonly known, to understand the impact of the proposed revision of the CPR on the fixing sector. Um, EOTA is calling on European decision makers to place more focus on creating an innovation-friendly legal framework, as well as to ensure a fair and equal access for all manufacturers to the internal market. This article, actually, along with the Hilti one, is part of our extensive ETA feature in the construction fixing section, which, if Will was here, I'd kind of push him a little bit to name it as our editor's pick or certainly a a section not to be missed uh, if you like with over 13 pages dedicated to the latest news and developments concerning European technical assessments. At last but by no means least I can't end this podcast without drawing the attention to the features in both application technology and product sections. We have a great rail feature featuring articles from Gantrex looking at the history of the rail fastener, Nordlock looking at how its Superbolt load sensing tensioner can help monitor preload and the impact of aerodynamic loads on railway noise barriers as well as many others. Uh, We also have a collated fasteners, nailers, staplers and systems feature, which includes articles looking at the latest products and tools in this category. Now, there's not much more for me to say other than to thank you for listening. And if you'd like to get in touch, don't forget you can email us at editor at verilamedia.com and I'll speak to you next issue. Goodbye.